With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Humor. Welcome back to 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. You are listening to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes. And, of course, find us on TalkShoe each and every day. The Mix on Tuesdays, Twitch live stream each and every Sunday, and Talk America Live on the weekends. Amazing new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide and fantastic business. Gateway Credit Repair. You can get more information. Gateway Credit Repair is online at gatewaycreditservice.com or call them up 1-800-764-1965. Find them on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash Gateway Credit Repair. Have you checked your uh, credit lately? Are you stuck with a low credit score and don't know what to do? Your credit score dictates your financial well-being. Your credit report and score are causing you to be deemed and denied credit. Or pay higher interest rates than others for the exact same things. Are you ready to make a change? Then do what thousands of others have and call the experts at Gateway Credit Repair for your free credit Analysis and consultation to help restore your credit. 800-764-1965. Just one call is all it takes to get back on track to repairing your credit. At Gateway Credit Repair, you can find them online, gatewaycreditservice.com. We can help make your dreams happen. All it takes is one call to get started to 800-764-1965. Make the call today for your free credit analysis and consultation to help you get back on track to great credit. Call 800-764-1965. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Gateway Credit Repair. When credit's got you down, we'll pick you up. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Okay, we are going to go to our next guest here in just a few seconds on our big program. A fantastic author, Winston Perez. Winston Perez is going to join us live on our big broadcast here. Find us on iHeartRadio. Download the app. JiggyJaguar.com is the place to be. Winston J. Perez is going to join us here in just a few moments. The word concept versus idea. And there's Winston Perez. How are you, my friend? It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, my friend? Good. Great to hear from you. How are you, James? Pretty good, good, actually. I am glad we have got a great guest with us today. Winston Perez joins us. He's a great author. 
His book is Concerning the Nature and Structure of Concept. It's winning raves for his unusual, fascinating, and uh, fun book, Concerning the Nature and Structure of Concept. Tell us about the project here, my friend. Well, let's, you know, I thought there's a good way to sort of make a case to your audience and kind of uh, give you a little experiment for those who are listening so you can see what I'm talking about a little bit easier. So this is something we all think we know, but not as well as we should. So do this exercise, which is ask yourself or someone next to you this simple question, what's an idea? And of course, you know, we all kind of know what an idea is, right? A lot of people say, well, what do you mean? I I know what an idea is. I have them all the time. But think about saying it out loud and giving yourself a definition of what it is. So most people say it's a thought or a concept. That's what the dictionary says. But then once you lock your, your, your answer down, ask the second question. Well, what's a concept then? And, and that's where you start to see a confusion because people generally think a concept is just a bigger, broader, more inclusive idea, right? But everything you do, everybody listening, everything you do in work, all movies, all technologies, right, the car you drive, airplanes, all these things are dependent on the difference between an idea and a concept. And actually in school, we were never trained on the difference. So my, my book is really about the nature of concept and the difference between an idea and a concept. And so what I'd like to do is give you some examples, but does that make sense so far? What I've been yes, saying? indeed. Give us some examples here, Winston Perez. Okay. Well, one is very related to the experiment I just talked about, which was everyone on the planet knows what air is. In fact, throughout history, going 5,000 years back, we all knew you breathe it in and you breathe it out, right? And so that's simple. But it wasn't until 1774 that Joseph Priestley discovered oxygen and realized that air has oxygen in it. Now, who, in some ways, who cares? Okay, that doesn't really help us breathe better, right? Um, But actually, if you want to go to the moon, then suddenly you need to understand oxygen. And so that's kind of the difference between ideas, how you break it down and get it perfected versus a trial and error approach. Once you know that the concept dictates how your idea is going to work and you separate the two, then you can then you can really drive it. So it's kind of interesting work. Um, I can give you an example in movies or... Yes, keep going, my friend. Tell us all about it. Concepts, we love them. Yeah, what's fascinating, I I know I say this one a lot, but if everyone's seen Shawshank Redemption, a lot of people just love that movie. But even if you haven't, it's really a prison break film. So when I'm speaking to everyone, I say, how many of you saw Shawshank? And they go, yeah. And then I say, how many of you, you know, love that movie? And they all raise their hands. But then here's the concept question. How many of you in the audience have been accused of murder, put in prison for life, and escaped 35 years later, one inch at a time? Of course, there are always two guys, yo, that's us. But really, um, the movie is just a prison break film. You get in and you get out. That's the story level. But see, there's a much deeper layer, which is the concept layer, that makes that film work. And in that film, if you watch it again, you realize that concept is hope. So that's the area that I'll deconstruct for movies. What's the nature of hope? Well, fascinating that prison is a great place to talk about hope because it takes away your hope. 
So if you look at all the characters, they all relate to hope. One is losing hope, one's already lost it, and one is like our main character getting it beaten out of them every day, right? And that relates to you and I, you know, get a flat tire, or you, know, you miss an appointment, or you have to pay taxes, all these things that kind of beat at you. And so then you realize how much hope he had to have every day to dig a little bit further. And so that concept informs the entire film. It's really an essay on, on film. So my work is actually separate from story, structure, plot, character. But it's the glue that informs them because, again, you and I can relate to hope. We can't necessarily relate to a prison break because very few of us have been involved in it. Does that make sense? Yes, indeed. It's Winston Perez. He's with us today here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder, on iHeartRadio, TalkShoe.com as well. He's winning rave reviews for his unusual, fascinating, and fun book concerning the nature and structure of concept. He's with us today here on AMFM247.com. Now, explain what it is that you do. What is this concept work you do? <laughs> yeah. So what I'll do, like in a movie or in a technology, I'll kind of break it down, start to look at the story, the structure, the character, you know, but just to get through it and to read it. But then you try to find what I call the noun, right? It's about Superman. And so all of us kind of know who Superman is, right? So we kind of ignore that. But what I'll do is take Superman down, and I'll actually deconstruct the essence of that character. The fascinating thing about Superman, to give you an example in movies, is that his cape has to be red. And you're saying, come on, Winston, what do you mean it has to be red? It could be any color. But no, once you understand the character, then, then you start to understand, you know, why his cape is red. So it's a two-level question. The first thing is, who is Superman? What does he represent? Well, when you look at it, he represents the USA. So there are only three colors that that cape can do, red, white, and blue. But obviously, what is the nature of a cape? What function does it play? You know, it just sort of hangs there, right? But if you look back in the, in the cartoon characters in newspapers in the 1930s, the cape is the one thing that would show you flight, right? Instead of drawing lines around the character, you see this flag waving in the back, and you get a feeling that he's flying. So where does Superman fly? He flies in the air. Well, that's a blue sky, so the cape can't be white, uh, blue. And he flies through clouds, so the cape can't be white. So there's only one other color, which is red. And that seems so simple, but those are the things that make his character come to life, right? And makes us kind of relate to him. So all these things, if you have an idea, you have to recognize that ideas are just possibilities. They're like a blueprint for a building. Once the building is constructed, the blueprint disappears, right? But concept is sort of abstract essence. It's basically the physics that holds the building up or your idea up. So the more you can separate those two, the better you can perfect, make more money, do better at your job, all those things. It is a great guest with us today. Winston Perez joins us here on our broadcast. He joins us live here on AMFM247.com. And, of course, he's winning rave reviews for his unusual, fascinating, and fun book concerning the nature and structure of concept. He joins us today here on our big program here on AMFM247.com. Now, I understand you work on movies. What do you do for the movies? So, um, what they do is they'll give me a script or there's a project that they're kind of working on. And, again, I'll read the script. 
and, and you just remember that, you know, sort of where I work in Hollywood, these are some of the best writers. So these are all so well written. And everyone here is kind of trained on story structure, three-act structure, you know, arcs and characters, all this kind of technical stuff. But you kind of need someone to step back and kind of see if the fundamental parts of the movie actually are there, right? And I can give you a lot of examples of what makes a film work. Yes, give us some examples. Tell us all about it, my friend. Even give us some stuff about what you were saying about making films work. About what? Say it again, sorry. You said you you wanted to give us some details about how films work. Uh, Give us all the details of everything you just explained to us that you said you could give us examples. We want examples, Winston Perez. Okay. So everyone knows the movie Jaws. I'm going to give you two examples from that. One's really fascinating, and it's not that I discovered this, but this kind of shows you the distinction between idea and concept. And that Jaws, everyone knows the music from it, right? Da 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 da. But if you step back and you analyze it from a conceptual point of view, you realize you look at a heartbeat. Heartbeat is bump, 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 bump. So Jaws music is actually the reverse of a heartbeat. Why is that important? Because the audience is intuiting that something is getting closer to the swimmer, right? But, but it's not a human heartbeat. The second element, it's not just a calm heartbeat, bump, 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 bump. It's one on a pace, right? It's in charge mode. And so that's why you hear in the music, you'll hear a horn, doo-doo-doo. So suddenly with just two notes, right, you connect to everyone watching the film and communicating a much deeper layer that frightens all of us, right? If you're ever swimming and you hear that music, you're going to run right out. But that's concept at work in simple two notes of a, of a movie. The other thing about Jaws that's fascinating is that they had a mechanical shark. And you probably know the story, but for a long time the shark didn't work, so they couldn't use it as much. But you see, when you look at a shark conceptually, the essence of what makes it scary is the fact that you can't see a shark, right? So suddenly you could be swimming, relaxing, have a good time, and you don't see this approaching animal ready to, to bite your leg off, right? That's the fear factor in Jaws. And when they couldn't film it all the time, it actually worked to their advantage. So that concept on the nature of what a shark is, that it's invisible pretty much to us, right, until the last second, is what gives that uh, film such a fright. Alien, the movie that that, uh, James Cameron or or, uh, Ridley Scott did, was sort of based on that same concept. Alien is a, a creature you could not see all the time, and that's the most frightening part. If you know what the creature looks like, then your mind starts to think of strategies, right? Oh, he's big, so maybe I can outrun him. Oh, he's small, so maybe I can jump high somewhere, right? But it's the unknown that frightens it, and that's a concept inherent in Jaws that makes it work. That makes sense. Yes, indeed. We're going to take a quick time out with Winston Perez. We've got some commercials. We'll be back after this. It's our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 2007.com. Tune in. iTunes, of course, TalkShoot.com. Our daily podcast is available at JiggyJaguar.com. Find us on 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Talk America Live on the weekends 
of course, the Sunday radio broadcast, Twitch live stream as well via our website, and you can get us each and every Tuesday on the mix. And a great guest joining us here in just a few moments, but before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, The Redemption of Harry Day. It is a dark and haunting film about a retired British spy who is tracked down by the daughter of a double agent he killed during the Cold War. After years of searching for him, the daughter is now determined to confront Harry and look deep into the eyes of the man who killed her mother. Would you like to see your name or your business in the credits for this film? Well, visit the Redemption of Harry Day crowdfund on Crowdfunder UK and claim your perk today. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. We are back here live on our big program, iHeartRadio. We have got author Winston J. Perez with us today. And with the book complete, Winston is going back to working on film and technology projects for Hollywood producers and studios. Past and present clients include Warner Brothers, DreamWorks, NBC Universal, and Relatively, and others. He's with us today here in a broadcast talking about his latest book concerning the nature and structure of concept. He's with us today here on our big program. Now, you also work on businesses, technology. Is that different from film? You know, you might think so, but actually they're not because they both start as an idea, right? I have an idea for a movie, but I have an idea for a new great technology for this new business that you want to launch. The fascinating thing is ideas and concepts is about what's obvious, but it's always obvious in hindsight, right? When you look back, Nike seems obvious, Starbucks seems obvious, right? The Internet seems obvious. But at the time, they weren't. So I want to give you a specific, simple example, something everyone listening touches every day, but they didn't realize some deeper things about it, which is a coffee cup, right? How many of you out there have a coffee cup? But if you remember, about 10 years ago, they started to create wide mouth coffee cups, right? They were a little bit wider. You know, and I personally, oh my God, I love that. I can put my hands around it, keep it warm, right? And there's more coffee. But it had a concept defect in it in the sense of this. A coffee cup is actually technology, right? It's there to keep your coffee warm and keep your hand, you know, cool, right, away from the heat of the coffee. It's also designed to keep it hot just long enough for you to have your coffee, talk to your friends, read your newspaper. But the problem is with these wider mouth coffee cups, you created four times the surface area in other words, that meant that your coffee would slow down four times as fast. And so after a while, it means you have to get up, reheat the coffee, get up and reheat the coffee. So once you see that, it becomes very obvious, and you'll probably use that coffee cup a lot less, even though it's pretty. So that's kind of the nature of concept, is you have to deconstruct what's really going on, just not have a nice idea. So that, that's kind of the simple one. but. All technologies have to be broken down conceptually, and all businesses have to be done that, too. So if you have an idea for a business, you really have to get to the heart of it and make sure you don't have something negative that's going to damage damage your big new idea. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty as well. And uh, Winston Perez with us. He has got a fantastic book 
Uh, people are raving about this book. Tell us about what you want readers to take away from your writing. Yeah, um, it's, it's a new understanding of, of the role ideas have versus the role the concept does, right? And again, I think I mentioned it, but a little bit, ideas are really just possibilities. There's something our mind uses for you to work on something like your building project, right? Or your movie or your technology. But once you get that down, right, the blueprint, you really have to build the building. And suddenly, once the building is built, the idea disappears. It's replaced by the building. Whereas concept is actually the laws of physics, how bricks work, how steels work. And once you start to see that the difference between the two, then you can actually do better, right, in, in, in your idea. I'm going to give you one example from history, which is kind of interesting, hopefully. But that's the Wright brothers, right? So what's fascinating is that they built a machine, their idea, that catered to the concept of flight, right? And that concept was discovered 111 years before the Wright brothers. So what they built was a machine that catered to the concept of flight, which is what we call aerodynamics today. So you have an idea for a plane, but it's got to service the concept of flight. Once you start to continue to make that distinction, and my book walks you through tons of examples and how you look at the principles, then whatever you're doing at work, right, you can do a little better by, by separating the concept, what's the essence of this thing, or if there's a new idea, new technology, then you can use these principles to get and deconstruct the core so then you perfect it. In flight, everybody imitated birds, but everyone who did that is dead, right? Because, because the birds do one thing that no airplane today does, which is they flap their wings. So even if it's a nice idea, it looks cool, it has to cater to concept. And that's the lesson of my book, right? That's how you get better whatever it is you do. So hopefully that explains it a little bit. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Tell us about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Um, I just got one yesterday, and it's awesome, so you'll hear about that, though I'm asking them to sort of uh, release that in the fall. And they're really talking about a lot of what I, what I said, that this is a new vision, a new understanding of what ideas and concepts are, and that it's brimming with insight. I think one of the examples that they, that they loved is my deconstruction of baseball, right? Because that's a national pastime, and where you don't realize is how, how deep it goes. I, I want to give you one amazing example is everyone knows what a softball is, right? Yes. And so... So when you look at a softball, everyone will probably agree that a, that a softball is based on a baseball, right? And in other words, it's so obvious, you don't say, well, why is Winston asking that? Because the truth is, that's not the case. Amazingly, a softball is actually based on a boxing glove. So these guys were in this boathouse, and they had a stick with them, and they wanted to just bat it around, and they didn't have a ball. So what they saw there, though, was a boxing glove. So they wrapped it into a ball and started to pitch it, and from that, actually, softball was born. So when you look at a softball today, you realize, oh, yeah, it has that texture of, 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 a, of a glove, right, a boxing glove versus a baseball. So these are all fascinating things that, that as you learn to deconstruct it, um, it kind of it 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 helps you with everything. And so they, they think 
the one review was just said it's tremendous insight, so I'm happy to do that. And I just think it helps everybody, even no matter what field you're in, even science, you know, book writing, film, whatever it is, the more you learn about this, the better you can do. We've got a great guest with us today. Winston Perez joins us here on a broadcast. Fascinating individual. Uh, now, this book, uh, incredibly well written. Take me through the writing process for this book. This was a, a long journey, you know, and uh, because I'm really, you know, I made a discovery in 1989, right, February 6, 1989, and it's a little heady to go into, but just it was one of those massive eureka moments, and in my business of publishing a newspaper, I suddenly saw that there's a deeper layer, right, underneath everything. And that that was a concept layer. So, so, so everything, music, all those things apply to it. But even in '89, I'd actually started when I was in high school. My teacher let me skip school to start a newspaper between the schools, and everyone thought that was cool. But it was a journey of discovering what's the nature of newspapers, all these things. So in '89, I make this discovery. <clears throat> I moved to Hollywood in '91. I actually write this book about 10 years ago, but it was still ahead of its time right? Because it's establishing a new discipline. So not to get too heady, but when you go to school and you study marketing, you study marketing concepts, finance, finance concepts, law, legal concept. Why not study then concept itself? You'd never teach physics at the university without teaching math first. So what I've created, what I sort of discovered, you know, because it was there, it's not me, you know, just inventing it, is, is this discipline called concept modeling. It's how you deconstruct your idea to get to its essence, right? So I wrote that, and then I put it into practice working on movies, Bugs Bunny, whatever, all these different things, technologies, The Biggest Loser, and a production stage for Universal. And it's through that exercise that I was applying all the book principles to it and helping them perfect their stage, helping them perfect their movies or understand their character better. So uh, a couple of years ago, I realized a lot of people don't necessarily, because it's a little abstract, right? It's the abstract world. So I needed to just go complete the book and perfect it. So I spent a couple of years perfecting it. And finally, uh, uh, I'm just, you know, I got it out early this year, but I need to do promotions on it before I actually have the mass market release, but people can get it on my website. So, so if they're too anxious, they can do that. Um, but it should have an impact. It should be a new discipline like marketing and finance, but one that, that, that all the other disciplines are based on. So that's kind of, if you're going to study law, this will help you. If you're going to study marketing, this will help you. If you're going to be in music, it's huge in music because music, the great artists kind of intuitively capture a deeper essence in something. And that's like Jaws music that I explained. When you see that, oh my God, that's why you get nervous listening to that music, and I didn't know that. So, so it's kind of interesting work. We've got a fascinating guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Well, if people want to find you online, social media, websites, how do they do that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, www.conceptmodeling.com. And on Twitter, it's all things concept. And so, so um, you know, again, if you're interested in the book. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.